Yeah, but that meeting we had with him was one of the best meetings we've ever had. Oh, I was so nervous. I was like fully like sweating. I think my chest was red. But yeah, and I I remember we were like in the in the hallway. I think it was the Justice Building, and we were freaking out. We were just like, what if it's oh. awkward? What if we puke on him? Like. <laughs> Hi all, thanks for stopping by. We are very lucky to have uh, my good friend Sarah on the program today. Sarah is based in Calgary. We go back, it's actually only been, I think three years, but it's felt like a lifetime in, in, in a good way. Um, we met working on the Hill together in uh, the summer of 2018. And what a, what a glorious summer it was, a summer of learning, a summer of bonding. A summer of crying. Whole lot of crying. Whole, Whole lot. lot of- <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, I honestly think that was probably one of the most formative summers of my life working on the Hill. I was just about to say formative. Yeah, I think in, in more ways than one, it was, it was definitely the most formative, um, the most, uh, yeah, I think like shaping sort of summers of, of my life that's, you know, blasting me off on a path to, to unemployment. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think you just have so many like preconceived notions as to what working on the hill is going to be. And, you know, we were like starry eyed young women uh, working in politics for the first time, which is honestly pretty impressive that we both got that internship having no political experience before. Political experience. Um, Yeah, I I remember uh, for my application, um, one of the components was that you had to get um, you know, someone politically involved, a member of parliament to write you a recommendation letter. And I, I dug and dug, meaning I got my parents to dig and dig to see if they knew any connections in conservative politics. And, you know, all, all their friends are in the private sector now, rightfully so. Um, so I, I, had, I had no, no political connections. So I ended up writing myself a letter and it was just a case to my, um, you know, my passion as a young conservative woman. And, you know, whether it was a quota hire, I'm not sure. Um, but we got there, we got there on the hill in, in 20, 2018, that fateful summer. Yeah. Don't, don't ask questions that you don't want the answer to Sarah. Um, I loved, uh, going to question period and trying to make eye contact with Maxine Bernier. Hoping oh, to wink. <laughs> I made some like sultry eye contact with Maxine Bernier. <laughs> I remember one time, because I used to go almost every single lunchtime, and one day I remember my boss, he looked up at me from his chair, just seeing me probably for for the 16th day in a row at question period, and he just gave me a look like, why are you here? But I think that was, that was probably one of the best, most exciting things about being an intern was, was uh, attending question period. Yeah, and trying to, sometimes we get some Pierre Polyev eye contact. Um, but mostly, yeah, Maxime, Maxime was, um, yeah, well, well, we were put in a very, um, uncomfortable position where we, uh, lusted over Maxime with the, uh, with, with, with the, with the the yearning of 72, uh, virgins, but at the same time he was kicked out of coffee. Yeah. But that meeting we had with him was one of the best meetings we've ever had. Oh, I was so nervous. I was like fully like sweating. I think my chest was red. 
but yeah and I I remember we were like in the in the hallway I think it was the justice building and we were freaking out we were just like what if it's awkward what if we puke on him like (laughs) actually I remember we actually ran through the scenarios of like what if we throw up what if like you know what if I sweat so much that like you know I'm like slipping all over the place it was seriously like that if if we're talking about my life so far the peak the apex people are like oh have you met a celebrity before they're talking about like yeah I've met Ben Affleck I'm like I have met Maxime Bernier who but yeah we were definitely acting as if we were backstage at a One Direction concert which says, says more about us than anything else so naive about uh like the political state in general but also like the day-to-day I thought I would be drafting legislation I guess I'm a a full-blown moron also like I went and I had like my little like briefcase like like bag and I was like I'm just I'm just here to change Canada and uh, all of its and solve all of its problems I did none of those probably created some problems for me honest bunch of problems well, I think that that's the thing. Having had an intern in my my last role, um, it was a bit it, it was a bit of a disappointment realizing now myself giving work to an intern. It's not it's not special projects they're creating. It's not really much that's helpful. It's all the stuff that nobody else wants to do. That's what interns do. Um, and uh, yeah, I've, I've just realized that. So that was a bit of a bit of a downer. But it makes sense, you know, like the amount of databases that I had to update that no one's going to look at. No one's ever going to look at those databases. Um, it was a lot of a lot of make work projects, I'd say. The, the most formative and I think culture shock um, event was the incessant door knocking, the constant door knocking, the getting up at five in the morning to shower, take on a school bus with a bunch of 20 year olds. Just, can you just picture this? The, the same guys that like walk into school with suits, just sitting on a school bus, going to door knock in God knows where Ontario um, for eight hours. And that was, I think the mo- the bulk of our work was, was canvassing. Um, yeah, I think the voluntold aspect of all that was definitely the, probably the most, um, that took up the most hours that, um, and probably, yeah, Skype for business that took up a bunch of hours, huge hours. If you want to teach somebody rejection and how to deal with rejection, my goodness, toss, toss a 20 year old kid into Ajax, Ontario, and they will, uh, they'll come out knowing how I'll tell you that much. Um, it was a whole lot of door slams in the face. Never, never had that before. Never, um, people yelling at me, um, you know, but, and, and it's true, Sam, like, you know, especially door knocking for a provincial election, you don't necessarily know, I didn't know anything about Ontario government. So having to stand there, you know, door after door trying to sell, you know, this candidate to those people, it was, it was tough. It was very, very tough. Yeah, we definitely, uh, uh, fortified our our salesmanship I think selling a product that you know nothing about I remember I'd go door to door and people would say uh what is Doug Ford for and I would say uh less expensive hydro and they go how and I said lady 
I'm just trying to get, I'm just trying to fill in the little Sims to go app. Like, I, I, I don't know the, I'm from Quebec. I, I, we have our own problems, our own politics. Like I, I can't, my, my, my brain cannot, you know, hold that much useless information, but yeah, no. Well, no like ma'am, it is 7 p.m. Saturday. I don't want to be here. You certainly don't want to be here. Just, just let, let me fill in the app, please. And, and we were constantly told too, that door knocking was the way to people's hearts. I, I persuaded exactly zero people. I think I dissuaded some people. <laughs> yeah, I definitely, I definitely, I, I'm sure at some point I took supporters and I drove them the exact opposite way. Yeah, and, and I think if you are, um, well, maybe this could be a bit of an advice video. If you're looking to do a political internship in Canada, you better, you better, best get ready to canvas your ass off like that's just it's non-negotiable when they say the odd evening and weekend take that and flip it it's going to be the odd evening and weekend you will get free and i i think that there there were certain ways that you could get around the canvassing um for example if you were enrolled (laughs) in a phd um you could get around that um maybe uh if you're planning on having a family member die at some point uh, you could probably get out of it. Um, and probably. <laughs> yeah, what, what were the other reasons that you could get out of it? There was a gentleman that ran his own business and they let him go because they, you know, he was running his own business. Uh, so th- those yeah. are three things. Okay, so plan on having a family member die, take a PhD or start a company. Yeah, you can be violently ill. I remember interns were so ill while canvassing and we just had oh. to keep going, keep going. Yeah. And there were no bathrooms, ladies and gentlemen. If you if you think that you're going to be able to, you know, chug that water and then say, "Excuse me, can I go to the bathroom?" You are wrong. You are in the middle of nowhere, Ontario, with no bath, with no, not no bathroom, no official bathroom. I should say no official bath bathroom, and at the same time, no shrubbery anywhere. Just flat plains, and you know. Uh, some some infill lots so it was uh it was honestly it was creative so i think that that's also what we honed in on that year it was creativity a lot of creativity that but sam you are uh you're ignoring um a major major benefit of the conservative party internship um and yeah. that was all the um pizza pizza that we that we were afforded a lot of that you know after a hard day of canvassing the candidate would come out and, you know, I know you kids have had a hard day, but how about a $7 cheese pizza? Canada, nothing is really out of your reach. Um, and so I think that's what's so important um, to, to, to reinforce to young Canadians, especially. Mm-hmm. Uh, who whose head is in you know whose minds are in America, but you know physically they're in Canada. That it's 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 very hopeful here. The the fact that there's so much accessibility, the fact that there that that you can make a, like one lateral um, move and you can you know be in a small town in Calgary to like you know the the, the parliamentary assistant to a, a member of parliament. Um, that's that's amazing. That means if if you work hard and if you make the right moves for yourself and you make the right decisions. You can basically get to the, the the highest office in our country, and obviously there are downsides because you have, frankly, ill-equipped people there. 
um, people opportunists, but you're going to get that anywhere. Um, and that's why the, this, 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 this kind of mantra that we've consumed from the States that you can't get ahead in Canada, that young people are just screwed forever. It, it's just completely false. Yeah. And I think that that's probably something that the summer taught me the most is nothing is unattainable. You know, I went from that summer um, to the next summer working for the Ontario government. Um, and I think that, yeah, those types of opportunities, they, they are, they're not, you know, the easiest things to get, but they aren't far and few between so much so that, you know, somebody's excluded from that space. And I think that that's what really, I think if a political party is looking into getting youth more involved, what I would say as an uninvolved youth who wanted to be involved and ultimately was involved, it's just, it's making it more accessible. So, you know, whether that's putting your, you know, intern ads on Facebook um, and giving a, giving a chance to the kid who has no political experience, I say that that's probably the biggest, the biggest way that they are going to attract youth and kind of taking out a lot of, um, you know, that sort of like uh, inner language, like, okay, um, talking so strictly about policy and bills and making people feel like they don't have the knowledge to get into that system because that's exactly who you want in the system young are youth who you can actually give all that information to so I think that it, it does create definitely for for a, an inclusive um, like an inclusive experience um, but I think you know what it should more so be is get those uninvolved youth and then make the curve up to make those um, elected officials more more qualified than some of them are. Cause some of them, it's just like, man, why are you here? Well, I think that this is sort of like the main thing too with, with um, politics in general. If you wanna get people involved, you need people there who look like them, who act like them. And it's something attainable who they can actually be. I think, I think personally, um, Michelle Rempel, she's a great um, sort of example of this, of being, you know, like she's, she's a young, fun, like just, you know, just woman who who wants to get other people involved and i think her willingness to speak to young women and say like i'll help you get involved like kind of breaking down the the question of how do i get involved oh my gosh how how would it be feasible to do something like this whether you know it is the whole internship um route or even if it's the whole like running route i think she does a really good job of that and i think that that allows for a lot of young women to see okay this is something i could actually do yeah i i don't think once on the hill did anybody ask me like what I thought. No. And, and those who did, I think they already had a structure in mind thinking, oh, you know, kids, they want this responsibility. They want to work hard. They want to do this, that, the other. I'm like, have you ever spoken to a 15 year old? Like, have you actually ever spoken to a 15 year old? Cause that's, that's not really what they want. No. And, and, and like talking to younger folks, talking to my little brother's friends, um, there's definitely this talk down uh, sense like with young especially young women in politics um that it, we we paint it as like out of their reach which is complete nonsense right um and and young people are curious about the political process um and right now all we've kind of um enabled them to do is scream at each other on twitter but if we can channel those people especially young Canadians on Twitter screaming about American politics. What a waste of resource, man. What a freaking waste. Why don't we divert that energy into, you know, maybe going to EDA meetings where it's very important that you have, you know, young, diverse, uh, you know, people with different political beliefs on those same EDAs so that they can actually 
you know, put forth a candidate that can win a riding. Specifically, I think we were both, um, like the highs were highs, but the lows were very low. Um, I think having no political experience definitely fed into that because you don't know what to expect and you don't know what a eight hour canvassing day looks like. Um, basically like hell. Um, and, and I think the fact that we were miserable at times just kind of uh, was a testament to how honest and how like raw we took the experience. Do you know what I mean? Like we, we kind of absorbed it in its entirety. Yeah, and I think that that honestly, that is a pretty holistic view of politics in general. I think if you aren't willing to, if you aren't willing to get out there and knock on doors, if that's if that's too much for you, I think the game in general is going to be too much for you. But no, I think it, it does definitely prep you for a, you know, whether it's a life in politics, a dip of dip of the toe in politics. I think it was pretty holistically. Um, I think even you know some of the days that we spent staring at Skype for business, doodling on our on our, uh, you know, journals and stuff, because there are, there is downtime for sure. It's certainly downtime in the summer. Well, it was Ottawa, you know, we were in, yeah, in the, in the, in the city that always sleeps. So obviously there's going to be tons of downtime. Yeah. So what, what was your experience like on the hill, Sam? You know, what I'd say is no matter how bad of a day I had, if I had just the worst day ever, I'd take my little hill pass and I'd walk right through the front doors of parliament and I'd, I felt like a pretty big dog. I mean, you can't do that now because uh, renovations, I think were what, year one of 48 of, of renovations? Yeah, I think that's, I think that's right. I think that's a, <laughs> that's a bit optimistic, but yeah, I, I, I loved the atmosphere of parliament. I loved the people in my office. They were honestly the nicest ladies. They really took me under their wing. They looked out for me. They were very honest. Um, so I think that, that, that's probably what I cherish the most uh, besides our friendship, Sarah. Yeah. So I would say that, um, you know, pulling from our experience in the conservative internship and our experience more widely in politics, have those conversations. You know, if you're an older gentleman, have that conversation with, with a younger lass. If you're a young lass, you know, reach out to, to, to older people. They have wisdom and, 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 and knowledge that you can, you know, like you can utilize. Um, in conservative politics, it's always like this polarity between uh, like, you know, the steadfast conservatives that look one way and think one way and are, you know, on one side of the country. Um, but we're everywhere. Trust me, I, I'm in Quebec. Um, reach out. Uh, it doesn't need to be this polarity all the time. Do you think, if you think that you're unqualified, if you think, oh, I'd love to get involved, but I, I have no connections. If you're a young person, old person, and you just feel like you don't have the connections, let me serve, let me and Sam serve as a testament to just shoot your shot, you know, email an MP, uh, apply to those internships, apply to those positions, because they are open and uh, there's definitely, there's definitely space for you. I can guarantee there's space for you. Yeah. So on that note, um, make sure to uh, share this with, you know, your kids or your parents, um, people who are really angry at the state of Canadian politics and uh, want to change something because there's there's lots of work to do. Um, I want to thank Sarah for being a gracious co-host. Um, she is uh, the best, but <laughs> that was a bit awkward. But <laughs>
<laughs> Anyways, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share uh, this video. I don't know how you subscribe a video, but I'm sure someone can figure it out. <laughs> I sound very old. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I can't wait to, you know, get back on it with the, that's so gross. <laughs> how do I do a closer, Sarah? Okay, you can close it, Sarah. Like and smash that subscribe button. <laughs> Um, yeah, if you don't want seven years of bad luck and Bloody Mary to show up tonight, definitely yeah. like, subscribe, and share this Forward video. To your whole email list. Otherwise, the, <laughs> the ghost of Blood Murphy will appear under your bed tonight. Yeah, exactly. All right. Thanks, guys. I'll see you next week.